Devin Anthony. Welcome to the latest edition of Breaking Down with D'Anthony. A uh, lot to uh, talk about today. Uh, some fun things to talk about, some crazy things, some things that might have your mind go, wow, um, some controversial topics and just things I've been waiting to uh, talk about for a while now. <clears throat> so, starting off, um, obviously big in the news, especially obviously in the baseball world, um, people have been waiting for months, where will Bryce Harper end up? He uh, Many think he's the face of the MLB, which I personally uh, agree with, and so he's it's going to take big bucks to sign him, right? He made that clear that he did not want to uh, stay with the Washington Nationals, and so many teams were um, pitching different uh, contracts his way and different deals, and the what he ended up choosing is he signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. So, look. He signed for 13 years, right? That's just a long time to be at the franchise in general, right? You've basically committed to this franchise for 13 years. And there's there's no getting out of it. I'm not quite sure. I haven't looked in the details of the contract if he hasn't opt out or some, something like that. But still, if, you're, if problems come up with uh, the franchise, you don't like some of the teammates, uh, the team ends up being really bad, that's just a long time to be with the uh, franchise in general. But the number that fascinates me the most is he signed for $330 million. Baseball money just, it just blows me away. The the advertisement money, the TV, the TV money, just everything that goes into it is just absolutely insane. It's no other, like, any other league in the country or even in the world. Like, over the summer, not even Ronaldo signed for that much with uh, Juventus. Um... Where he signed, uh, where he was leaving Real Madrid and he signed with Juventus, and so I think that was like half of what Bryce Harper signed for. So yeah, it's just insane. So he might be one of the richest men and richest athletes in the world right now, just off of that contract. And it's just, it's just mind-boggling to think that that a team could actually give him that much money, three hundred and thirty million. It's just, it's just insane. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And not only that, but um, Manny Machado played for the Orioles. Um, he played for a little bit with the Dodgers last season. He also made it clear that he wanted to leave. And he signed for 10 years. I mean, which is not as bad as 13, but still a long time. Uh, for $300 million, which is also just insane. Um, that said, he's also one of the better players in the MLB. But just that much money, $300 million, it's just like... I can't believe it. That much money. It's just... It's insane. And so he ended up signing up, signing with the, uh, the San Diego Padres. So... I don't know that much about baseball or anything like that. But I just know that that's just an insane amount of money for a really long time. And it does not compare to any other contracts. Um in any other leagues in the country or the world. So uh now over to over to basketball. Um a lot of thing there are a lot of controversial things going on uh in the NBA right now, uh especially with the Lakers. It just feels like so many things have been going wrong for them in the past couple months before and after a little bit before and after 
the all-star break it's just everything's just the wheels have come off and it's just not looking good um lebron is 34 years old uh and he's still expected to be the greatest in the league and he's supposed to play like that every single night which his stats are saying it does but how he's actual actually playing it, it doesn't really look like it um he does not look like himself that said he's also going up against um He's going up against a lot more Western Conference teams. He's playing a lot more games where they're going up against Western Conference teams. But, I mean, that's what he signed up for, leaving the Eastern Conference where they just blew by um, everyone in the conference, especially in the playoffs. And he was able to get to the finals, I think, eight straight years. So, I mean, this was definitely a risk for a big risk for him to sign with L.A. over the summer, which, by the way, which is a four-year contract. Um so no matter what happens, he he's he says he's committed. Well, he has to because he's signed a contract that he's going to be with the Lakers for another three years after this season. So, I mean, the question is, can the Lakers sign someone this summer? And I know Magic Johnson said last summer if if he does not sign another big name, then he will step down from – he will step away from the organization as he – would think that he had failed, and honestly, that honestly, um, it looks like it might happen, which is which would be really sad. And I mean, they could sign Clay Thompson, um, possibly try to get Kyrie Irving, I think, which I'll talk about in a little bit because that could be huge news. Um, I think Kevin Durant is just you're dreaming. I don't think you, I don't think you can put LeBron Durant on the same team. I think that could get a little bit toxic. Um, but yeah, back to Kyrie, Kyrie's not, I mean, he doesn't really look like he's interested in being a leader anymore for the Celtics. Uh, there's a lot of young guys on those, on that team and he's expected to step up and be a leader on that team. And it just, it hasn't been going so great for the Celtics that they haven't been living up to the expectations that people thought they were this year. So the big question is, where will Kyrie end up this summer? Will he end up in New York? Will he join Kevin Durant in New York? Um, will he end up in L.A., back with LeBron? Because uh, they won a championship together, which I sometimes forget. <laughs> which is just crazy to think that um, that Kyrie and LeBron were on the same team just, what, like three years ago. So... Uh, yeah, that'd be crazy if they got back together and they were able to bring a championship to L.A. Um, but yeah, it's been tough for the Lakers. They've been out with Alonzo for quite a long time now. It's been more than three, four weeks. Uh, he had he suffered a third-degree uh, sprain in his ankle against uh, in a game against the Rockets, uh, and that really just that really just took a blow. Um, it's really, uh, I guess you could say frustrating for the Lakers because now you're starting to really see how much of an impact he did have for them, how, how, uh, his defensive presence is really, uh, a factor of the key factor for the Lakers having success, uh, how he sees the floor, his court vision. Um, I think, I think he's almost underrated, uh, which, Last year it felt like he was overrated, and now it feels this year that he's underrated. But you can really see the impact 
um, he had. Now that he's not there, you really see it. So, uh, also in that young core, Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma have been battling injuries. Um, Brandon, Brandon Ingram's been um, dealing with shoulder injuries, and Kuzma the other night uh, suffered a minor sprained ankle, but he should be back soon. But it's just it's just tough. There's not many teams in the league who have to rely on such a young core and so many of them. Uh, Alonzo, Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. Um, those are those are four guys that are playing a lot of minutes, and there's not many successful teams, you could say, in the NBA that have so many young players like that. And it's it's tough on LeBron to have that all on his back, especially when especially now he's, that he's in the Western Conference now and there's so much there's so much there's a higher level of competition. So um I I I do not think they'll make the playoffs this year. I think there's too much that would have to happen. I think with Lonzo still not being healthy, I think with LeBron just tiring out, um I think it's crazy to think that LeBron no one thought this would happen. People thought he would easily make the playoffs and it doesn't look like he's going to now. So they're going to be a lottery pick team, which is just crazy to think. But who knows? Maybe they could sign someone this summer. Maybe they could still trade for Anthony Davis because that fell apart, um, which honestly changed their season because they were doing fine before that. They thought they could get Anthony Davis. Magic said he would trade multiple players, and it all kind of just went downhill from there. So, I mean, maybe they can try to get him again this summer. Maybe they can sign someone like Kyrie, Clay Thompson, um, Bradley Beal. You just never know. So we'll have to see what Magic can do. Um, so, Kyler Murray. Um, I've been talking to him. I'm talking about him with a lot of people. And so he did end up choosing football over baseball. He'd signed with the A's uh, about a year ago. And they let him play his final season at Oklahoma, and he was supposed to start supposed to start training with them, and he ended up uh, just giving up baseball altogether and putting his name in the draft. So, here's the thing: Kyler Murray's five ten. It's really tough to be that small in the NFL. There's two currently. There's two other really short that guys that are actually successful in the in the NFL which is Russell Wilson and Baker Mayfield. So I mean it's possible for short guys to do well. Uh Murray is yeah, 5'10, 195 uh pounds and but he's a fast guy, so I mean it's going to be the NFL's a lot different than than defensive linemen on the big in the in the Big 12, so I mean that's going to be a big step for him. Um, he's going to get hit hard, and that's not something he's necessarily um, used to. He's a little guy, and so, I mean, it's going to take a toll on him for sure, but he's just going to have to learn uh, how to adjust to that. And so, I mean, teams really do think they um, he can be the face of their franchise. Arizona Cardinals have the first pick. They currently have um, their quarterback and Josh Rosen, but they're willing they're, it sounds like they're willing to draft Kyler at that first spot and uh, trade Josh Rosen. So we'll have to see how that shakes out. The Raiders have the fourth pick, potentially, if Kyler Murray doesn't get drafted uh, the first couple picks. So they could end up uh, getting him and getting rid of Derek Carr. Um, the Giants have the sixth pick, and it looks like they'll end up 
probably drafting Dwayne Haskins just to fill in that quarterback spot unless if uh, Kyler Murray's drafted first and Josh Rosen is traded to New York, which also could be a possibility. So the NFL draft's going to be really interesting. Uh, I'm excited to see where Kyler will end up, where Dwayne Haskins will end up. Will end up. So there you go. Uh, last thing I want to talk about just briefly is um, there's a couple weeks left in the NBA regular season, and I want to give you guys my take of who I think will win MVP. And some people are thinking, oh, Paul George has been having a great season. He's been, he's been, uh, he's been a great scorer. I think he's he's averaging. Let's see. He's averaging 20, 29 points this season, eight rebounds, four assists. So it's definitely uh, one of the best seasons he's had as a player. He's really stepped up uh, for OK, for OKC, and hopefully they can make a playoff run. Um, him and Russell Westbrook. So hopefully the other guys, the other pieces on that team, can step up and uh, and help him out. Him and Russ out. So uh, Giannis also. Has had a great season. Many people think he should win MVP. He's averaging 27 points, uh, about 13 rebounds, and he's just he's just a defensive monster. He's getting he's getting blocks. He's so long. He's six eleven, and also he's get, he's he's just gotten so much bigger since he's got since he uh, was drafted in the NBA in 2013. He's 242 pounds now. He's just he's just a load. He's He's so hard to get by on defense, and then he's just he's penetrating, he's penetrating the middle on offense, and he's he's getting easy buckets. So I mean, he's a really fun player to watch, really entertaining. Um, and I think once Le- once LeBron, as LeBron continues to slow down, I think he could be um, the face of the NBA. But my my pick to win MVP this year, and many other people's to win MVP this year is James Harden. He has just been shooting lights out. He's averaging 36.7 points, which is just insane. Like, we haven't seen anything like that in years, uh, probably since Kobe all those years ago. Um, He's also averaging 7.5 assists and 6.5 rebounds. So just all around, James Harden's having just a phenomenal year. And, and yeah, I think... um, Kind of a hot take I have for you guys is I think the Warriors actually they don't have a clear path to the finals this year. Um, it took them seven games in the Western Conference Finals last year against the Rockets, and uh, Chris Paul couldn't play in that last game because he was hurt. Many thought if he was playing that last game that the Rockets would have won and been in the NBA Finals. But if James Harden continues to play the way he does, continues to uh, lead his team, uh, him and Chris Paul, I think, in a seven-game series, they could have a legitimate chance uh, against the Warriors. Because the Warriors, they're still sitting first in the Western Conference right now, but this is probably the worst uh, they've played uh, in a couple in a couple of years. They just they don't look the same this year. The chemistry doesn't look the same. But I mean, playoff Warriors, you never know. Uh, it's still plenty of time till then, but I do think the Rockets have a legitimate chance of making it to the finals this year. So, um, that's all I have for you guys today. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.